Hi, thanks for joining me today. I'm your host, Howard Unger, and The Pharmacist is in. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining me today. I'm Howard Unger, both your host and pharmacist for The Pharmacist is in. Have you ever had, after exercise or working in the yard or simply just walking, having no actual activity going on, a really, really painful cramp in your legs? Well, you're not alone. About 45 to 50 million Americans have that all the time, with about 20% of people over the age of 80 having that constantly. So what are we talking about? Well, it's called peripheral vascular disease, PVD, which is what I'll be saying instead of saying peripheral vascular disease. Now, peripheral vascular disease can affect any type of blood vessel outside of the heart. Arteries, lymphatic tissue, lymphatic vessels. It can affect areas of the brain, the legs, the arms, limbs. But generally, and most commonly, as many of us know, is usually the legs and the feet. And what occurs is that blood flow to those particular muscle groups is reduced and it's reduced due to usually atherosclerotic plaque in those blood vessels. What happens is when the muscle is exercised or if the muscle may be still at resting, the oxygen supply to the muscle isn't enough to sustain it because the blood flow to the muscle is reduced due to the blood flow or the atherosclerotic plaque which inhibits or reduces the blood flow to those muscle groups. That causes the muscle to become irritable and to contract or to have a spasm. Now, there are other reasons for PVD, such as, for example, if there's any kind of trauma or injury to the arms or legs. Maybe there is some type of abnormal anatomy in those areas of the arms and the legs or the muscles itself. That of an infection can cause that type of cramping and pain. Also, coronary artery disease, a history of coronary artery disease, often those people will have PVD. Other factors that included in this that uh, for people who are having PVD, usually over the age of 50. People over the age of 50 have a higher occurrence of PVD than younger people. History of heart disease. Men, males get it greater than females. Postmenopausal women. A family history of high cholesterol, high blood pressure, also have uh, an increased chance of PVD. Also families that have a history of PVD. Now those are the factors that we really can't change. However, there are the factors that we can change through behavior, be, uh, modified lifestyle, and through medications and treatment. Coronary artery disease, we can help, we can maintain that, we can uh, reduce the effects of coronary artery disease through the use of medications and lifestyle. Diabetes, again, lifestyle, diet, medications, we can reduce that effect of, on PVD. High cholesterol. We have the statin medications that can reduce cholesterol. Also diet, reducing our weight. 
physical activity is really important and one of the easiest things we can do to treat PVD ourselves and change the risk profile of having PVD. Also, and again, I always say this, smoking cessation. Stop smoking and stop using nicotine-based products that are substitutes for smoking. So what are the symptoms of PVD? Interestingly enough, about half the people diagnosed with PVD are symptom-free. Those that have symptoms, usually the first symptom is cramping of the legs, toes, less of the limbs after exercise or even just resting. And usually it's intermittent. It goes away after a while as blood flow increases to that area and oxygen is brought to those muscle groups. Other symptoms that PVD may actually present, changes in skin. Skin, temp skin temperature becomes colder. Obviously, again, less blood flow to that area. Thinning or uh, the skin seems a little shiny, uh, uh, has a kind of a sheen to it. When the physician or your provider takes a uh, pulse, sometimes they'll take a pulse at the ankle level. They want to see that that pulse is strong. What occurs in PVD is that pulse may not be very strong or may not even felt or not strong. Hair loss on the legs. Impotence is a symptom uh, of PVD. Numbness, weakness, uh, kind of heaviness of the muscles. You start to lose feeling in your, in your feet, in your toes, in your fingers due to a reduction in blood flow and oxygen to those specific areas. Legs look a little pale. Again, blood flow. Some type of reddish, bluish coloring. Now, that can occur, for example, uh, during cold weather where you start to find people having a, a bluish tone to their fingers or digits or their toes, and that's usually due to the temperature causing the blood vessels to constrict and, again, a reduction in blood flow. Same principle. The atherosclerotic plaque has reduced the amount of blood flow to those digits, the fingers, the toes, uh, and they become what we call cyanotic. They lack oxygen. Another symptom is looking at your toenails. Sometimes what they'll do is they'll become thickened and they start to change to a more whitish color. Again, reduction in blood flow and nutrient material to those areas will change that color of a toenail. There are a number of tests that your provider can detect or diagnose that of peripheral vascular disease they'll determine what way and what type that would be best suited for your treatment. But what is the main goal of treatment with uh, PVD? And, and really the main goal of treatment is to reduce the symptoms and the progression of the disease to potentially, so that you would reduce the potential of stroke, heart attack, and other complications. So what are some of those methods that you wanna take a look at in doing this? Well, again, lifestyle changes. Um, proper exercise doesn't have to be extreme, doesn't have to be heavy duty exercises, but simply walking a certain distances, some light, maybe treadmill work, something to that nature, proper nutrition, eating vegetables, fruits, low carbohydrate meals, um, making sure that you don't, uh, high cholesterol, uh, high cholesterol, 
uh, foods, changing your diet. And of course, probably one of the most important is quitting smoking and trying to quit it so that you're not actually going to have to have a substitute for the nicotine. Having a substitute for the nicotine uh, or a nicotinic product can create and does create the same problems. So a smoking cessation program, uh, either recommended by uh, friends or somebody or a healthcare provider. The other ways are just making sure you take your medications for the treatment of already existing conditions. If you have diabetes, making sure you're following all the directions and keeping watch on your numbers. High blood pressure, taking your blood pressure medications. Uh, I have an episode on that totally, on blood pressure medications, making sure you're taking them properly, making sure you're following the medication regimen. High cholesterol, making sure you're taking your statins. As a matter of fact, uh, you want to make sure that you take your statins at night, let's say after dinner, before you go to bed. That's when cholesterol, the body creates more cholesterol at nighttime. So taking your statins in the evening hours, after dinner, let's say. Now, if you're deciding that, well, all of that sounds quite difficult to do, complications of PVD are very, very severe. Things such as amputation, losing limbs, losing digits, because of the fact that the lack of blood flow is causing the, the specific digits to die and the cells to die, the tissue to die, and ultimately, if untreated, they become gangrenous. Poor wound healing. Areas on the legs, for example, if you have a wound and they don't seem to heal quickly or properly. Severe pain in extremities. People with PVD are three times more likely to have a stroke. All of these are potentially what can occur down the line if you don't take care of yourself and modify, take your medications properly, treat aggressively the, the conditions that you may have, as well as changing a lifestyle. Another lifestyle change is, of course, reducing the amount of alcohol you take in. So, sm stopping the smoking, nutritional changes, alcohol reduction, exercise, and making sure you're following your normal treatment plans for conditions you may already have, such as high blood pressure, hyper or high cholesterol, or diabetes. So as a recap, let's take a look. PVD is the cause of PDD is because of a atherosclerotic plaque that is lining the blood vessels, reducing the blood flow and therefore oxygen to those specific areas of muscles. These muscles can be really any muscles uh, outside the heart, but generally affect those of the digits, uh, limbs, usually the legs and feet. Those symptoms or those uh, behaviors that generally that can promote PVD, obesity, diabetes, coronary artery disease, hypertension, overweight, smoking, high alcohol intake, all of those predispose you to getting PVD and making it worse if you don't treat it. Those conditions or things that we can do to reduce this, obviously smoking cessation, reduction in alcohol, proper nutrition, 
taking and making sure we don't eat high cholesterol um, uh, foods, taking uh, your statins, taking your hypertension medication, taking any of the medications that are used to treat the conditions that you may have, anti-diabetic medications. Exercise is important at least 30 minutes or more a day. doesn't have to be extreme exercises. can be just walking, but exercise of some sort. If you should find that you're doing all of this and you're still having PVD, or if you should find that your PVD is getting worse, more occurrences of cramping, greater amounts of pain, it's important that at that particular point, you contact your um, provider, your uh, healthcare provider, and explain to them that although you're doing this and you have been diagnosed with it, it's getting worse. Surgical procedures can be done to uh, clean out the blood vessels, to open them up. But uh, this is something that, unless it's a severe case, I would probably think that your provider would want you to take, the care, take care of the necessary or the easier aspects of treatment, taking care of behavioral and dietary actions, exercise, as well as making sure that you're taking your medications prior to any surgery to occur as a alternative. So I hope this is uh, given your information about PVD and I look forward to speaking with you next time. So take care and be well. This has been the Pharmacist is In podcast hosted by Howard Unger. If you like what you heard, please click on the subscribe button. And if you feel so, leave comments in the star rating below. It really helps the podcast in gaining greater exposure to larger audiences. And why not? This is important information. I would like to mention I have no affiliation with any pharmaceutical company or medical institution, nor do I represent any product, product line, or corporate pharmacy entities. Please remember that this podcast is not a substitute for your healthcare provider. If you should have any questions concerning diagnosis or treatment, contact your trusted healthcare provider. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you'll join me next week for The Pharmacist is In podcast. Remember, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay medication smart.